Carpe Diem Living, the podcast by Shane Gitmed, dives into the amazing realm of holistic medicine and natural healing methods that is known to be life-changing. She was once someone who struggled with chronic illnesses, severe allergies, and countless other diagnoses from doctors that she thought would never improve or be stuck with for life. She is here to share that through holistic and functional medicine, there are cures that do not require medication and hope that the body can heal. Her passion for finding answers through natural healing methods and herbs lead her to wanting to speak to experts in this field and speaking to those who found healing through holistic medicine. Here's your host, Shane Gitman. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Carpe Diem Living, the podcast. I am your host, Shane Gitmed, and today we have someone by the name of Gabby, who is currently located in Dallas, Texas, so our first guest from Texas. Awesome. Yeah, so I just want to welcome her to the show and just, yeah, Gabby, take it away and tell us about you and your journey. All right. Thank you, Shane, for having me here. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. So let's see. Oh, where would we start from? So right now I am a functional medicine health consultant and a nurse practitioner. And, you know, I do some nursing education with some nursing students too. What led me to functional medicine? It started, I would say it started two years ago because as a nurse practitioner, I was trained in the traditional medicine, the conventional medicine model. But it's interesting the way it's all started because I was somebody that I was not really very happy when I write those prescriptions for my patients. I was always big on doing education, looking at other lifestyle changes, other things, because even though I know some of the patients were getting better, but some things were still missing. At the time, I felt like maybe I was even getting burned out myself. Like, is this what I really want to do? There should be more, okay? I myself, I was struggling too with my own health. So I've kind of been like a healthy girl. I do all the healthy stuff, do different things. You know, I've always been health, very health conscious, but I just knew there was something missing there. Anytime I go to my doctor, I always say, well, how are you doing, Gabby? I'm like, oh, I'm doing fine. But there's something wrong with my belly. There's something wrong with my GI, you know. It was always, you know, something. But it didn't feel like they were listening to me or something. Anyway, 2018. So before 2018, actually, I know I've been kind of knowing that I have dealt with GI problems. So I would say my GI problems, multiple GI problems, they've gone in for maybe almost 10 years, I would say. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I'm like dealing with all this problem. I felt like, okay, maybe my colon is not working or something. Chronic constipation, pain, all those stuff going on. So eventually, you know, my sent me to a GI doctor. Okay, let's check for other things. Of course, I had chronic constipation and other things. And then they found that I had what you call H. pylori. It's a bacterial infection that can cause, you know, um, inflammation. Over time, they say it can cause cancer if not treated. So it's something... A lot of people deal with it, but normally with the way it's being treated is that you'll be treated with a bunch of antibiotics and maybe for 14 days and you know, you test, you should be gone. It will go. But it didn't happen for me like that. I had to go through different types of antibiotics, many, many antibiotics. It would be like, oh, you are not, you are, you know, this is resistant. You try another thing. 
And then my GI doctor was tired and he's like, let's send you to an infectious disease doctor. It's <laughs> like, okay, infectious disease doctor did his own thing, gave me a bunch of antibiotics and still I wasn't feeling better. And they gave me all these medications go through my antibiotics, give me all this stuff. And I just felt horrible. I was just messing my guts more. And even though, I, of course, the H. pylori was one of them, I had other things too I was dealing with, chronic constipation, I feel tired. I just don't feel myself. There were just so many things going on. And I just got tired. And I was just like, okay, this thing is not helping me. <laughs> I got to look for something else. I have four kids and it just feels like I was not the mom, I wasn't the provider I needed to be. And so I was just very frustrated. And that's how I started searching for different things. And I think through one group or so, I saw this lady, she was always posting something about functional medicine. I see all the clients' results and all that. And I was like, huh, I need to connect with this girl. And so I connected with um, her. I said, okay, this is what's going on. I'm blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I can help you with this. And so the first call we had, I think that was like turning point, I would say, in 2018. I'll never forget that year. <laughs> we made this, my call, 90 minutes call. And before then, she had gotten all my history and everything. And so she broke down everything of my life, I will tell you. And I was like so amazed. I was like, you know, I'm a nurse practitioner, you know. And I would say that's another of my frustration because the doctors weren't helping me. I'm a nurse practitioner. I couldn't help myself. And so when I talked to my functional medicine provider, this lady, and she just broke down everything, asking me all these questions, lifestyle, how do you sleep? How do you do this? I mean, I was, you know, I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize, you know, even some things I thought I was doing healthy, wasn't healthy based on what was going through in my body. And so this is how she was like, I can help you with this. This is what's going on. And I was so amazed with that, just that call. I could feel hope. And I was like, you know what? I like this way of practice this is functional medicine and i thought that's like how do i go to school i want to be like you when i grow up you know like i like this kind of medicine <laughs> and so she talked to me through it and everything i was like yeah i think i need to be helping my patients this way i like it and this is just my first call i was already blown up i'm like this is what i want to do and so that's how i got into it you know she was treating me as a patient i started going for the training the schooling for it within six months I started feeling like myself. And so GI problem was what led me there because of this thing. But I found that I had other things. I found that I had Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease. And so, of course, me having all this chronic constipation, and you would think that, hey, you always see your doctor. Didn't they check you for that? Yeah, they checked my labs, but there's more things you need to check, which they don't do because, hey, you know, Right. Because my labs were always normal. Yeah. <laughs> looking. The tests and, are not uh, as in-depth as they should be. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm always like, it's normal, but why do I still feel bad? You know, so that's just how, you know, I got myself into functional medicine. And I said, you know what? I think I want to practice this way. Give me more hope that I, I can still be in this profession of helping people heal, but in another form. Because as I said earlier, I was almost in that state where I wanted to branch out somewhere. Like I wanted to be like, maybe be a nutritionist so, because I love nutrition and all that stuff. And so, but it gave me hope. And uh, that's how I found myself here. Oh, see, yeah. and that, that's where it's, it really will inspire people because sometimes this is what my belief is. Like sometimes 
like, you know, you didn't realize that you would go down this path, right? You didn't know that you'd become a functional medicine health consultant, but because of your own health, it led you there, but it's almost like you're fulfilling, like your calling, your purpose. And you kind of had to go through a rough patch yourself in order for that road to lead you here. So like you were telling, you were telling me before we started recording is everything happens for a reason. And yeah. having that faith in place helped you just figure out like, where do, where do I go? Where should I follow my gut feeling? And I think it's kind of funny, like we're following our gut and then our <laughs> gut's the one that was having issues. Second brain. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's why I take it so serious. I've never taken nutrition more serious ever until functional medicine. Everything I consume is very, it's mindful, you know, like it's no longer oh, yeah. just, oh, cause I'm craving this or this. No way. So because you have to plan it. And that's why I have some people, my friends, or maybe even some of my clients, they'll be like, oh, uh, you know, you see what they are eating or evaluate what they are eating. And they'll be like, I don't think this is what is causing my problem. It's something else. I'm like, why would you think food that you eat every day is not causing your problem? It's just like buying the gas in the car. You know, if you buy, if you put oil or water in the car, it's not going to work well. So you want to get good quality gas to put it away with food. Why do you think the food is not the problem? Right, right. And it's crazy to me because almost every guest I know, 2018 was like the breakthrough year for them with health. I kid you not. Even myself. What happened in 2018? in 2018 people. Yeah, I swear. Everyone's like, yeah, back in 2018. I'm like, wow, we all healed at the same time. And now we're here. Two years later, talking about it, talking about our journeys. But but see, that's yeah. the amazing part is we can take those hard learned lessons, mm-hmm. share it with the world. And then who knows where this information is going to go, who it's going to reach. And then be- turn your mess into the message. <laughs> yes, yes. The famous line. <laughs> I, I was telling Gabby earlier, guys, that that should be her new tagline because mm-hmm. she may be starting a podcast, having her own show soon. So you guys will have to stay tuned for that. And that's what the tagline it's going to be <laughs> yeah turn your message here because i you know the way the things happen after all these years i'm now thinking like to tell you i still deal with this um gi problem but i'm in a much better state i'm still in my healing journey mm-hmm. i try to be very transparent and open that yes i still deal with this but i know there is hope i am in a much better place you know you always kind of want to see a purpose of why some things happen i mean sometimes we will never discover why this thing is happening in our lives but for me i knew i god probably wanted me to be go through this part to be maybe impact more people because as i said with that h pylori which was what was so much focus of course i had other issues as well if I had healed with H. pylori with just the traditional medicine, I wouldn't have sought out functional medicine because a lot of people we heal with just taking the medicine one time. Yeah. You know, it says it's 86% um, effective when you use the regular antibiotic stuff. But for me, it didn't. One, two, three, four eyes, it didn't work. And that's how I got myself to find functional. And that's why I was like, okay, there's a reason why. And I'm glad that I did find it because it led to the discovery of other things, which, you know, they couldn't all these years. I was struggling, like, okay, what's going on? I would lose weight, I would gain weight, mm-hmm. I get tired, I get fatigued and all that. But, you know, I get into those things again, but I know how to reset myself. And that's the thing right. about what I want to tell the viewers today, that 
you will get your healing, but it can still come back. But the good thing about when you are doing a holistic living, your whole mind, body, and spirit is that you know how to reset and get back. You have the tools. And that is one thing when I talk, work with my client, I say, look, I am help working with you because I don't want you to be coming back to me all the time. I'm working with you so that you can take care of yourself, be your own self-advocate and also help people around you. Right. Like okay, keep them fine. out of the doctor's office, keep them out yeah. of the hospitals. That's the goal. Yes. I mean, fine. You can come work with me later for regular checkup or something, but I don't want you to be like repeating, repeating, just not getting better, just getting worse or something else is coming on. I will give you two so you can take care of yourself. You have the thing, you know how to reset if something gets messed up because life, we know how it is. Something can happen again. Something can pop out somewhere, but you know how to get back and reset yourself. So, you right. know. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that. And even for myself, yes, I've healed significantly through my healing journey, but I know, yes, like you said, there's the tools that you have, you know, what works for your body and you know, you have like those trusted contacts. You have your functional medicine doctor, you have yes. consultants. There's a lot of resources out there. And that's why I love sharing this to everyone because mm-hmm. it, it, it is going to give them that hope. It is going to help them feel like you don't have to be dependent on these medications, feeling the frustration of going to the doctor's office and not getting any answers. That's been a very common theme I, <laughs> I hear. And luckily, like for me, like as I'm implementing these new things, because I'm learning new stuff every day, it's a work oh, in yeah. progress. Mm-hmm. At least my family and friends, they see that it's working for me and they know where my health was for years. So now it's great that like, I'm almost leading by example where they see, they saw the transformation and now they're like, see, I have to follow what she's doing because clearly (laughs) it's working. (laughs) So yeah. So that's, that's wonderful that we're making those impacts, those little ripple effects with just the people that we come in contact with. So I know your clients are very blessed to have (laughs) you as a guide through all of this. That's wonderful. And And I have to, yeah. Something in there, you know, when you make all these changes, you, you know, for yourself, even for the clients, some things, when people confront you with it, you feel comfortable with like, yeah, I'm not just doing it like that. So for example, I'll just talk about um, gluten. Okay. So of course it's not something that (laughs) helps with GI at all. And I have tried to stay away from gluten for only for how many years, almost two years now, you know, unless sometimes maybe mistakenly I get something, but I try to stay away from it so much. So I had one time, I was sitting in a party or so, and I have a friend, they had all these food and snacks. So of course there were different foods I could choose from. And she's like, oh, you're not going to eat this stuff and all that, you know, I think it was like um, empanadas, you know, made with, um, what you call meat pie too. <laughs> and so she's like, I was like, no, I don't want to eat that because it's made with flour. And she was like, flour was a problem. I said, for me, uh, I don't try, I don't eat anything gluten. And she was like, oh my goodness, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh no, don't be it's sorry. Totally fine. My belly's happy. My body's happy. This is a choice I made. I am not feeling like I'm deprived. I am fine. There are so many foods around here. It's a mindset thing though. You know what I mean? Because you know what? Recently, so I implement a lot of vegan, you know, gluten-free, whatever I can at home. And I've had people tell me like, wow, this tastes so great. You can't even tell it's vegan. And I'm just like, 
But that's, that's exactly the point is we don't have to have, we're so programmed to think that we should be eating dairy, gluten, all those things constantly. But it's like, if you take the mindset of it out, Mm -hmm. where it's, you feel restricted versus I'm doing what's best for my body and your health, then you wouldn't think of it as a bad thing. It's a great thing. We're so lucky to live in a time where there's so many alternatives. 10 years ago, there was not, there was hardly a thing. It was expensive because any, you know, suppliers for that. Oh my gosh. Now we are blessed with it. So we don't have excuse. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's like, you could go to Whole Foods, Sprouts and find just about anything that's clean. Oh, you know, what's one of my favorite snacks right now. It's those tortilla chips with avocado oil. Oh, is this the Siete brand? Yes, I oh, love girl, Siete. Siete is my favorite. We don't uh, buy any chips anymore. Siete, that's all we got. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Make use the burrito and all that. Yeah. I mean, if you go to my YouTube channel, I have some of those things there. <laughs> oh, okay. I got to check that out then. And if anyone else is a fan, please do as well. Because you know what? I had a guest recently where she created a, a cookbook. It was a Mexican okay. re- recipes cookbook yeah. inspired. And it had, it was dairy-free, gluten-free, and it was very clean, right? Grain-free. Yeah. And she, all she used was Siete branded stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they actually sponsored um, for the mm-hmm. recipes. So they sent her a bunch of stuff to be able to- Oh yeah, I, and, I, got, yeah. I, got, I got connected with them too, <gasps> because yes. I cooked so much. And I was like, yes. Siete, I come it. sponsor, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Even are you talking about, that's one thing too, I'm going to be in the, in the within a year i'm trying to do a, a book i have all this book oh. image so a cookbook because i do i love cooking a lot that's my happy yes book. i was gonna talk about that i see yeah, that you so love the kitchen mm-hmm. so i'm gonna pl- i'm planning to do a cookbook where i will have something like these are the recipes my family like because that's a challenge i know when i talk with some client when they're trying to lose weight or just trying to be healthy and that's the thing they'll be like oh i don't know if my family will eat this mm-hmm. um i can't do this i have to eat what my family is eating but they feel you know, discouraged because they're yes. like well i don't want to just cook for myself yeah, it's yeah. not easy yeah. but you know especially you know you have when you have a lot of kids too you know and they will get used to it that's why i guess in my kitchen i am always modulating stuff the way maybe normally the way the food is i will try to make it a healthier version and still make it delicious I mean, you know, you say you made something and it's like, oh, it doesn't taste like, you know, you know, it tastes like the real thing. But that's the thing. I make all these foods like I like almond flour. I use almond flour a lot. And I one time I made um, the almond cinnamon rolls or something like that. And my daughter, she's my older daughter, she's very picky. And she's like, oh, it tastes really good. I can't even tell it's almonds. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> is, that's the thing is when we normalize these things, mm-hmm. then that's just what we get used to. Yeah. One of my favorite examples that I love sharing is growing up, chocolate milk. Of course, every kid loves chocolate milk. And when I was growing up, I drank a lot of 2% milk. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know why I was obsessed with milk. Now fast forward. I'm like, well, now I understand why my gut was for years. It just, you know what I mean? It was like a buildup, right? Mm -hmm. You just hit like a plateau. But with my son, whenever he asks for milk, I'm always giving almond milk. Or if he wants chocolate milk, it's chocolate um, almond milk. Because Mm -hmm. with kids, especially it's conditioning, right? So like if they believe this is what chocolate milk should be, then that's yeah. just their normal. They don't know the difference. Is oh, oh yeah, we have whole milk. It's 2%. a big conditioning. Yeah, because yeah. We, I have experienced that with because I have my kids of all ages. They're yeah. all milestone 
um, the oldest is 18 and then the youngest is six. So the one that is six, of course, I felt like I'm a healthier mama when I, <laughs> you know, I'm knowing all this stuff when he was yeah. young. So he seems to get, he's more used to my healthy things and all that. I do my almond milk from scratch. I have the machine. I do the almond milk and wow. any kind of milk. So Kudos milk. to you. Yeah, yeah. So I do all the milk at home. So when I buy, sometimes I, you know, I can't make it. I buy. He doesn't like the one I buy from the store. He wants he's, the all natural. Like, no, nah, uh-huh. it's not, it doesn't taste really good. He, mm. The way he drinks it, tastes just, but when I make the one at home, he just drinks it so much. But wow. before then, when he was like two, also he had, um, he got pneumonia. <clears throat> A few days before he turned two, he got pneumonia. And one thing for him, he loved milk so much, you know. And of course, there's something about it that if you love something so much, unfortunately, you might actually have an allergy to that food sometimes when you love something so much. So anyway, when I started learning functional medicine and knowing about this milk, because he was always having reason to have to give him breathing treatment. They didn't diagnose him like he had asthma, but they said reactive airway disease, you know. So I kind of started putting one and two together. Like, I think this boy might have allergy to dairy because he loved cheese. He would get drunk on milk. I'm telling you, he loved me. <laughs> so anyway, I went ahead and talked to my pediatrician, which she didn't agree with me too much. And we did a test. And actually, dairy was the number one. Wow. That's mother's intuition because yeah. we know our kids. There's and no one else that understands it no, the same. Yeah. So you really have to be, as one thing I try to empower my family, you have to be your own self-advocate, you yes. know. So anyway, he he has not taken milk for almost, I don't know, three years now. And I mean, he doesn't, we don't use any, he doesn't have all the runny nose and wheezing problem all the time, breathing treatment. We don't do any of that. Yeah. I mean, like he knows, he knows even how to read the labels. I mean, he's a super uh-huh. smart boy. He'll be like, oh, he said GF, that means he's gluten-free. <gasps> how cute. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So he is more in tune. He loves everything I could. He's always, as compared to my oldest, because yeah. was... he, he grew up different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, so yeah. Oh, I he's love that. You know, it's, And that's why I tell people, like, if you have any kid less than five, better start teaching them all this healthy stuff right now because it gets harder as you get older. And you know, you've seen that you see the difference in all of that. Yeah, I know. One of the things I do want to do as my son's getting older, because he's three and a half, he's turning three and a half soon. And I really want to get him more involved in the kitchen. That way he sees what's going on. He understands the process. And lately he's been doing a lot more things with toys, with food, like he's cutting them, preparing them. And like, I'll be, I'll be eating broccoli and he knows what broccoli is. So he'll point out and be like, broccoli. And he's still a picky eater. He won't Oh yeah, they all get... (laughs) <laughs> but but at least leading by example, if they mm-hmm. see mom, dad, yes. grandma, grandpa, whoever eating that, then they'll know, oh, it's yummy. So mm-hmm. I always make sure that when I'm eating my Brussels sprouts, I'm, yes. eating broccoli, I'm like, mm, this is really good. That way yes. he registers like, oh, it's not yucky because I don't know if you've seen it, but there's kids videos where there's one specifically that always, I never, I can't forget. <laughs> they're, they're eating ice cream, broccoli, all different things. And when it comes to the veggies, the kids are like, yeah yuck broccoli yuck I'm like see they're teaching them the wrong thing associating you know that mm-hmm. the, the vegetables are negative like I don't know why they would 
it's horrible. So I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> to get- yeah. And I've seen another video was the opposite. I was so impressed. They gave the child like all the sweet chocolate thing. She didn't want it. And then they gave her the broccoli. She was just eating. I mean, the way she was eating the broccoli, you will want to eat broccoli. I'm telling Send you. me the video, please. Yeah, I yeah, it was that. like a Russian video. I, I see if I can find it. But man, yeah. she was just eating the broccoli like. Like it was it, chips. Yeah. Oh, that's like, so good. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's a, because one thing about the kids, you know, they, there was one thing and one guy, he said, um, I don't know if it was a preacher or so. He said, kids, when they're. A little, they will do what this, they will listen to you. Okay. But when they grow up, they will, they will do what they have seen you been doing. So when they're little, you know, you can force them like, oh, go do this. They have to do it because, hey, mommy said so. But at the end of the day, when they grow up and they become adults, they will now do what they have seen you do, not what you say. So that's why, you know, you say, what you're saying, then you need to be doing what you're saying, you know, so. It's all in the subconscious for sure. And they're registering, their little brains are sponges. Yeah, you think they don't listen. You think they'll be playing around like they're not. And yeah, when my son, when he makes some comments, I'm like, oh, I thought you were not paying attention. I thought you were playing and doing your own stuff. How do you hear that? He's like, yeah, I know. Oh, (laughs) kids surprise you sometimes. I'll tell you that. Like, and I'm, I'm learning that too. Cause my son's like way more vocal now. And like, Mm -hmm. he'll say things like, yeah, I didn't even think he knew. I'm just like, what? Like, that's, that's crazy. I don't know where that is. Yeah. That's a blessing that you are in this health conscious and Mm -hmm. you have your, your kid is still young, you know, because for me, you know, I just, one of the things that you know, I'm so grateful for all the things that happened, but I tell my kids, I said, some of these things, especially with my older one, I give her the preaching. I said, look, you should just feel grateful that your mom is doing all this healthy stuff because I'm trying to break those disease generation stuff, all that, because I know my mom, she has dealt with high blood pressure, which I'm trying to help her. She's out 70. She's had high blood pressure for so many years. I mean, you have She's doing really well. Otherwise, I don't know. She, she wouldn't be here with me, but she has helped herself so much. She's like my number one fan leader. She's always supporting everything I tell her she does. <laughs> so, but, you know, she has a history of high blood pressure in the family, stroke, all this stuff. And, and I tell my, and I know when I was growing up, my mom, she didn't know all this health stuff to help me. I mean, it's till she got older and, you know, now grandma and all that but I told my I tell my kids, I said, look, you guys, you will really appreciate why I'm doing all this stuff because we don't want to go through those paths. And that's the thing I know people will say like, oh yeah, my mom has high blood pressure. My dad has diabetes. That means I'm going to have it. No, you don't. Right, right. You, change. you have the gene, but you can change it. That's yes. where it comes, you know, your lifestyle, you know, what you're eating, all the stuff you're doing, sleeping well, reducing your stress, all that stuff. It can be avoided. Like for me, example, I went to, when I went to my functional medicine provider, there was this test she did for my, uh, to check for different things of cholesterol. So there's one special one she started adding on it. It's called liposome A. So it shows like if you have a high risk of having heart disease, stroke or something, and the, I mean, my cholesterol numbers normally, they, I mean, they're all good, except that one, it showed it was a little high. And I was like, okay, I'm not worried about it. 
because so I said because I'm already doing what I need to do for my health so I'm not worried yeah because actually that number will show that okay because maybe through your family history you have a risk of having that you're more susceptible yeah yeah so I wasn't worried I said yeah okay it's there well that's what I'm doing all this stuff I'm doing that's wonderful yeah and it's it's always a learning experience because I mean Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for years as far as like healing and Mm -hmm. researching working with different specialists and the plethora of knowledge is insane Mm -hmm. so I yeah I love seeing what has worked for others and Mm -hmm. especially like high blood pressure like my mom also had high Mm -hmm. blood pressure for most of my life and she was on medication and recently she got she was able to get off of medication and her doctor was like how did you do that you know like how did you get rid and it was all through holistic methods so it to me what I love about holistic health the biggest takeaway is no matter how old or how young you are you can always always make that change it's possible the body is stronger than we think yeah yeah very strong you know it's it's gonna heal it will bounce back (laughs) the right gas don't put water in your car you know trust me oh my gosh I love that oh yeah so okay so let's tell our listeners on where they can find you online do you have anything coming up regarding in your business and I know you mentioned your book so we'll stay tuned for that (laughs) yeah that's still making that yeah yeah so as I, you know, I love educating, teaching and all that. So you find me on Facebook. So on Facebook, Gabby U Health Hub, that's where you find me on Facebook. And then on Instagram, Gabby U underscore Health Hub. And then on my website, you can go to GabbyUHealthHub.com. You know, you can, you know, if you want to explore there, you can get a freebie there. I have one of the freebie I always give when you go to my website, and it's like a thank you for visiting my website. It's called Best Food to Balance Hormones because I'm big on hormones. So I have that as well. And so if somebody wants to like, oh, okay, I want to work with Gabby, another way you can reach me, if you go to my website, there's a place for you to apply. I usually will give you a 20 minutes free consultation call just to see if you know we are a match to work with each other. So those are the, you know. Wonderful. Yes, everyone definitely check out Gabby's site and she will be in our Podcast Insiders group. So if you ever have any questions for her or want to connect, we'll all be in there. So come say hi, (laughs) hang out. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But thank you so much, Gabby, for sharing your story with us today. It's so inspiring. And, you know, I, you know, especially this is all for the kids too, right? We definitely want our kids to grow up in a very healthy lifestyle. So I'm thankful for it. And yeah, you're a strong woman. So just (laughs) going on, it's, it's going to be great. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. (laughs) All right, everyone. We'll catch you all next time. Thank you all for listening today. Thank you again so much for tuning in with us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you to try something new holistically. Do you want to connect? Be sure to follow us on all the things, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and of course, Instagram. We also have our Podcast Insiders Facebook group and you can find the link in the show notes or in the podcast description box. And remember to carpe diem.